Welcome to Relate with Elevate. All of us at Elevate Wellness hope this is a space to uplift, inspire, and elevate you. We will be providing education related to physical, occupational, and speech therapy, wellness, and fitness, while also mixing in some real life. We want to share our experiences in motherhood, marriage, relationships, and living out our purpose to love like Jesus. We want you to know that you matter, your health matters, and your story matters. We hope you enjoy listening and can relate to our experiences and be encouraged by our words. If you would like to leave us a review or contact us, you can find our information in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back to Relate with Elevate. Today's topic is called No Filter Needed. So we were kind of having conversations about what we wanted to be for our topic and one came up about the use of like Instagram filters and um, Snapchat filters and just how much of a facade we sometimes put on for people and like what is reality and what isn't reality and how to differentiate between that. So we'll go over um, a couple Bible verses that relate to that and then kind of some personal experiences and how we feel about the filter situation that's happening in our world. Um, one of the verses that I had found is Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart from everything you do flows from it. And kind of going off of that, with the filter situation, like we were talking, even Mariah and I were talking today, it's like, well, is it bad that I want to put a filter on? Like, just a picture and post it like is that a sin to just always be filtering and always be like making yourself look better and that goes back to the why that we've had almost on every single podcast is like why do you feel the need that you need to put that filter on um because you want to cover blemishes because you want to make your skin tone darker because you feel like a pasty white ghost um you want to look skinnier what is the purpose of you putting that filter on and if it's just you know to make the lighting better if it's not a reflection on who you are as a person or who you how you see yourself or how you value yourself then i think it's it's a fine thing to do but it's always going back to the why um of why you're doing things and that kind of is guarding your heart and being aware of where your heart is at. Um, I had other notes. Here it is. Okay, so another, as I was reading and kind of researching what I wanted to say, I um, was reading a devotional that had talked a lot about what we allow into our hearts matters because everything flows from it. That's another way of saying that Proverbs 4.23 Bible verse. Um, So if we're allowing, you know, all of the social media that we see, the filtered pictures, the need to be, to have perfection, the need to look a certain way, to portray our lives a certain way, if that's allowed into our heart, then what we do flows out of that. Our actions, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our passions, our drives, and our hopes. One of the questions that I had sent the girls um, was, do you feel like there has been a shift in how you feel about yourself or how you see yourself? And when do you feel like that shift occurred? Um, I think there's been a big shift for me, uh, I guess, through life. I wouldn't say, like, one 
major shift that it was like, boom, now everything's changed and I feel great about myself. But I think that I've had like times obviously that go up and down just like with everything else. But I do have like one significant shift that I noticed. Like when I got done with college, I spent um, a summer in California and I feel like that was like a perfect timing for like a reset for me. Um, just kind of getting away from like all the people that I knew back here and had like strived to please and impress for so long. And it was the first time I just was really independent and went like out on my own kind of and like just lived out there in California and did whatever I wanted and joined this gym where I knew nobody. And I was working in this clinic with all these people that I had just met. Um, and like I would spend days at the beach and it was such a freeing feeling to like be at these like places with lots of people and be like nobody knows me nobody cares what I look like nobody cares what I'm doing like none of these people are even like acknowledging that I'm here and like that was like a like a super freeing feeling to me that I can't ever explain but I just remember being so at peace sitting on the beach like nobody here cares what I look like or what I'm doing so um, I feel like that was kind of where like my shift was because that's just when I felt like I was like at my most like natural self. I never wore makeup. I like always dressed just like comfy and in swimsuits going to the beach and just like I like never did anything to my hair and I was like working out for myself specifically like to make myself like feel better and be healthier and so everything I was doing was just like positive I feel like and um I also was spending less time on social media while I was there, which was helping a lot with like the comparison thing because I was just happy with where I was at. So I really didn't care to look through what other people were doing because I was just in a place I was very like satisfied in um, being in. And I remember like posting this picture specifically on Instagram and like I didn't have any makeup on. My hair was in a hat. I was sitting on the beach and I like it's the first picture I can really remember like posting with like no filter and no makeup on and just being like I feel so happy like in this moment that I just posted that and I like think that'll forever be like my favorite picture of myself because it was just at like the most natural and like but I feel like very confident in that picture I guess which yeah. sounds kind of silly but I don't know like it was just that first like freeing time of like I'm not trying mm -hmm. to impress anybody with this I'm posting it because like I like love this like mm -hmm. I feel happy and yeah. I don't know I was also spending like my most time with Jesus during that time and like receiving like a lot of truth from like books I was reading and um like getting more into the word and so I feel like I was really focused on what like God thinks of me um, I was reading a book called Tailor Made by Alex Seeley, and I highly, highly recommend if you're, like, at a place of um, needing, like, some self-confidence and needing to, like, really hear, like, what God thinks of you. So there's, like, two quotes specifically out of the book that I wanted to just read real quick, but um, one of them is, you're a priceless, one-of-a-kind creation, and you have permission to shine the glory of God on earth as it is in heaven. God's plans for you are good and you were made for a purpose that only you can fulfill. So get out there and be exactly who God created you to be before the foundations of the world and make no apology for it. Um, and then the other one is too many of us are in, too insecure and afraid to stand out and be unique. So we never allow the expression of God's unlimited creativity to be expressed through us. We were designed to have a free and secure heart when we are secure in our purpose, in our identity, this allows us and others to be who we were designed to be.
So I don't know, just all of that kind of stuff really improved like my confidence and seeing myself more like God does, I guess, where my shift was. Yeah. Like, can you tell like the distinct difference between like that was indescribable joy mm-hmm. that you had because you weren't like that's God given joy. Yeah. And absolutely. Where like through college, I definitely went through like, I don't know, like darker places of like wanting to impress people or I can just see like a shift in who I portrayed my, how I portrayed myself after that, I guess, where I felt like before it was very like filtered and fake and I'm having so much fun in college and I have so many friends and I'm involved in so many things and it was really like, look at all I'm doing. And then after that, I feel like it was a shift of like, I'm just now posting things that like make me happy and like give me, like you said, like God given joy. So. I think those are great points. I think that aligns well with my story too. Um, I'm Tina, by the way. Should I introduce myself? Welcome, Tina. She is our newest staff member. So yeah, she gets the joy of her of being of being on the podcast for the first time. Welcome, Fantastic. Tina. Yes, Thanks. Welcome. Thanks. So mine actually aligns really well with that. Um, I think growing up in a really really small town, it was like 130 people. So obviously, like you place everybody all, knows everybody. Yes, and you place so much value on like what other people think of you. You're involved in all the things because everyone's involved in all the things. So. Um, I love where I grew up, Bartlett, Nebraska, tiny town in, in northeast Nebraska. I love that. I value that time there, but um, it definitely impacted how I viewed myself and how I perceived myself based on how others perceived me instead of um, really just allowing that, like how Christ designed me and um, who he sees me as. So after my freshman year of college, I went to Alaska with Campus Crusade for Christ and spent 10 weeks up there trying, our mission was to reach the women of Juneau, Alaska, uh, which is the capital. And there was only nine other women there with me. They were all college girls and we hardly ever wore makeup. We went hiking all the time. But I think what related, Brittany, what you were talking about was like that time that you're so focused on the Lord and you're like diving into your relationship with him. Yeah. is really when you start to not care as much about what you look like on the outside. Like, we care, right? Like, we still work out because that makes us feel good, too. Right. But that's also, Um, like, respecting yourself and respecting the body that God gave you. Right. And overall mental health, like, all of that, I think, plays into that. Um, But, yeah, it was that time that I was, like, acutely trying to become closer to the Lord and, and share His Word with the women there that I cared less about what I looked like all the time. Or even when we were sharing Christ downtown, it wasn't about like, well, how do I look? Like, I don't want to look crazy, like walking up to somebody to share Christ with them. But like, I cared less about, is my hair perfect or anything like that? And social media really wasn't that big when I was in college, which makes me feel really old. (laughs) I'm in that group. That makes me feel so old. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't have that extra pressure, which is almost I'm thankful for. Right. Um, because I don't know if I would have reacted well to that Mm. additional, um, everything's filtered and sharing, you know, the Pinterest mom thing is real for me. Like moms that are so good at crafting and Mm -hmm. bake sales, like that's intimidating to me now as a mom. And I can't imagine being young and really impressionable, like how that would impact how I viewed myself, but a little bit in preparation. What I found encouraging when I looked in the Bible about this, you guys, is um, 
everybody struggles with self-image. Like, even when I was looking through Bible verses as far back as 1 Samuel 16, 7, he's talking about, don't look at how tall they are, their appearance or stature, because I rejected them, for the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart, which I think aligned with, like, when you're doing all that work to be closer to God, that's work in your heart. And so that's what counts, that's what matters, and maybe that's why. But to know that for centuries people have struggled with their self-perception, it's not just like, why am I so different? Why is it me? Is it is this just how I think? Like, do other people struggle with it? But as you create relationships with other women, you find out everybody has insecurities about something. They might not all be the same, but everybody has some sort of insecurity about themselves. And the fact that God's talking about that centuries ago with people that struggled, even like Moses. Well, I don't speak well. Like everybody, like every book in the Bible, every story you hear, like they had some kind of insecurity, which is almost comforting for me. I'm like, okay, I'm not alone just because everyone doesn't have the same insecurities. Everybody has some kind of insecurity, but like, what is that? I'm still a cherished child of Christ, right? And like his opinion of me and how he created me, that's the most significant, not not my appearance or, and obviously we still care about it. We still look at ourselves in the mirror, but like, how are we talking to ourselves? And yeah. that's. Right. right, just stemming off of what Tina and Bernie were saying, like, I think diving into the word is very important to learn more about, you know, positivity with body image and whatnot. But I also feel like if you don't do that, like lean on other people who are so positive and that they can help lift you up. Because I feel like just with these girls that I work with every day, they are always so positive and embracing every little change in life. And, you know, they have the best advice for things. And, um, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you guys do. You guys have, you have the best mom advice well. anyway. <laughs> Since I'm going through that new chapter of life. And that's something, you know, I feel like I've struggled with self-image just off and on. Like what Brittany said, you know, it goes up and down where you feel beautiful at times and there's times that you don't. And I hate that I'm admitting this, but once I became pregnant, you know, I had a hard time with the body changes. And because you're so used to... Um, looking a certain way and working hard or eating right to look that certain way that you've done for years and then you know you're pregnant and you you lose a million yes (laughs) pretty much Um, i think it's cool that you're admitting to that because i feel like a lot of people feel like Mm -hmm. guilty like you said like guilty admitting to that and you shouldn't like yeah it should be okay to like have a hard time with those Mm -hmm. changes right and and i do completely like i know this is an incredible blessing to like carry your own child and um, I would just have like a mixture of emotions that I'm going to blame it on <laughs> that I would just, I'd break down in front of my husband when I wouldn't feel like my old self anymore. And I was not feeling beautiful. My clothes were changed. My, were, were not fitting right anymore. And I was just like, I just don't know if I can do this just because it was so mentally tough, um, just to go through those changes. And, um, thank God for my husband because he would always tell me, you've got to give yourself grace. And I think even everybody with any other thing besides pregnancy that you're going through, you've got to give yourself grace. Everyone has their own issues, their own battles, and um, I applaud all of you mamas who bear the marks of childbirth and, you know, the loose skin, the scars of C-section and stretch marks and everything. And I just feel like once I have my child, you know, I'm almost going to have to, like, restart and, like, relearn to love myself again almost in a way. But... 
So I'm leaning on these girls because they, they've, most of you have gone through it. And yeah, I just feel so grateful to be surrounded by these people, but. That's yeah. also why Elevate Motherhood exists. Yes. Right. I know. <laughs> Follow Ryan and I are over here like, yeah. Yes. Follow Elevate uh, Motherhood. Um, no, because that's a huge shift. Like, yes. you lose yourself. Yes. But you're, you become a different person. Well, like, right. And your role changes. You're not, you're, you know, you're a mother from the time you can, you know, you find mm-hmm. out you're pregnant, then you, your role changes a little bit. But. Right up until, you know, you do have that baby, then your role really changes because now you're not only just a spouse, a daughter, right. but now you're a mom. And yes. so there's so, so many changes that come from that. Yeah. So. And then you also have to, like, I haven't been there yet, but it seems like from what I've heard, you have to make time for yourself yes. because you put yeah. all your energy into your babies or your husband and everything yes. else in life, and you neglect yourself yeah, you, and then you, you lose yourself mm-hmm. even more. And Yeah. Yeah, so... Ashley, after you have your baby, we need to do a whole other podcast. Yeah. On, like, <laughs> you guys need to do one on like becoming a mother. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. a whole podcast. Right? Yeah. Yes. yes, it is. And that's a process, and I feel like it's yeah. the grieving process. Yeah, strangely, like you're grieving who you once were. Yeah, like with your first child, especially. That's what I feel like I've been feeling already. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, like, yeah. if you're a little bit angry, you don't want to admit that you're angry, but yeah. you're like, I just want to go out and, like, go for a walk without feeling, yeah. like, yeah. a blob, yes. or, like, mm-hmm. you're waddling, or, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be a different podcast, because yeah. we're going to get off on big yeah. tangent if we don't <laughs> yeah, bring it back in. <laughs> um, but one question with that, because one of the books that I um, had had, which is available at New Life locally here in McCook, Nebraska, <laughs> it's Breaking Free from Body Shame, which a lot of the book's focus is your body in general, but I think it applies to all of the filters of life, is that is there someone in your life who loves her body simply because God made it? I'm going to switch that, though, like, to encourage the listeners, but also, like, everyone. Is there someone in your life who just loves life and, like, loves themselves because God made them? And how has that friendship or relationship impacted your life? So if someone has, like, a relevant person, they can say it. But also, that's just, like, a pondering point for you to think about. Like, we all have that one person who just loves themselves and loves life unapologetically. And it is almost like they're like sunshine when you're around mm-hmm. them, I feel yeah. like. Um, so I would just encourage people to think about that. You don't have to share stories. Yeah. But um, my shift was triplets like uh, that is like a major shift yeah like yeah because yeah like Ashley said after one one you can usually like get back to who you were and That's it's manageable and then like three you lose all control and it just is what it is <laughs> like that is literally it is what it is mm-hmm. and I don't know it's not that I am you know I've been through periods of neglect and like all of that too but it's just you learn that you can't control it. You can't mold it. Like, it is what the life and the body and you're the person that God made you to be. And you can't change it. And I think Elevate, too, has really challenged me to, like, and I think, right, you, you would agree with it. Like, what people think about you. Like, mm-hmm. because you're breaking out yeah. and you're doing something different that hasn't been done in a small community. And I feel like there's always... It's always great when people say positive things, but then when you come across a difficult situation or um, you hear some negative things that are being said, like, that is a huge hit to, like, caring what other people think about you. Yep. Um, And I've had a lot of conversations with 
Christian friends about that, that like as long as what you are doing and the decisions you're making and the way that you're leading, as long as that is in alignment with God's word, then yes. you need to not be deterred and you need to not feel shame. You need to not feel guilt and you need to not feel like you're a bad person. Um, because that's, that's the devil trying to get in and slow progress and slow like his mission. Like, as long as you feel like it's in alignment with God's word. And if it's not in alignment with God's word, then that's a reflection that you need to like work on internally too. So I feel like triplets and elevate were the (laughs) turning points, but I feel like this last year has been huge as far as just not really, it's not that I don't value others, but not letting like others opinions of me determine what my value is. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, and I would agree with that. I have t- talked about it before on here. You know, I struggle with body image. Everybody knows that now. Um, so that's something I'm always working on. Um, but I do feel like this last, like really since I've made the move over to Elevate, is where I have personally grown the most um, and have started to make that shift. Um, it took me kind of a while actually to even just come out of my shell because I was very afraid of what people were going to say and I was afraid to really just be myself and um, it was just you know that confidence that was I guess lacking but um, just the shift in me realizing that I know that I'm meant to do this and I feel like this is my purpose um, really just helps me kind of just push those negative thoughts um, or the things that I, you know, maybe hear, um, push those to the back of my mind and just continue to move forward and pursue what I want to be doing. Um, just because I know that I truly believe this is what I was meant to do and I'm super passionate about it. And so I've just, I think that's where my shift has started to um, be made is just knowing that I'm here for a reason and to serve our communities, surrounding communities. Um, I just feel like that's my purpose. So that's helping me make that shift to not care so much about what people might think. So. Um, So we kind of already answered on a scale of one to 10, (laughs) this is like the PTOT, I hate this question. (laughs) Would you rate your pain on a scale of one to 10? Um, But on a scale of one to 10, Currently, how much do you care what others think of you? I rated myself a four. I feel like I'm trending down. Oh, wow. I'm trending yeah, down from that. Good. But I would three say, slash four? <laughs> I'm still higher than that. I would say I'm like a six. Like, I would say a few months ago, I was probably like an eight. But <laughs> I feel like I'm about a six. Yeah. It's yeah. getting, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I feel like I'm probably a six or seven. Back in high school, I feel like it was probably even higher. Because you do care, you know, mm-hmm. at that age more so, I feel like. And then as as I've gotten older, I feel like it's gotten, it's dwindling down where I'm not caring as much, but I still do. But, mm-hmm. yeah. I would agree. I think I'm about a six or a seven. But I think it also depends for me on whose opinion it is. Like, if it's my husband, it's a lot different than if it's, like, some stranger in Mexico seeing me and my baby, too. It's just a little different for me. Like, I value his opinion more than I would. So I think, 
you know, sometimes I can be more self-conscious about people that I care about, maybe what they think mm-hmm. versus just average, the average Joe. Yeah, sure. mine goes up and down, but I would say like at like right now, lately in life, I'm at like a four too. Like with Emily, I'm just kind of in a good place of not not caring a whole ton what other people think of me, but rather like making decisions that are best for like myself and my marriage and my relationship with God. And I feel like I've done well this year about making decisions that maybe aren't the the norm. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, something that's going to come up too is like, obviously, you know, we Elevate has social media and when we're on social media, we're usually wearing makeup. And I mean, mm-hmm. when we come to work, we're wearing makeup. And I think, um, there's a fine balance in that. So one of the questions I ask the girls is like, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you value like beauty enhancing products, like makeup, clothes, hair, you know, product wise things? How much do you feel like honestly you value it or that you need it? Well, I think it's a little bit different in different like areas. So like clothing, I care more about what my like what Madden wears (laughs) than what I wear. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my kids. Um but when it comes to like hair I have a lot of gray hair and I'm super self conscious about it. I mean a lot. I'm 30 and I have a lot of gray hair and I have to get it. I mean, I don't have, gray I don't hair have right to now. get I mean, it should be it should be covered now, but <laughs> let me know. <laughs> um no, but that's something that I'm like, okay, is it something I really need? No, it's not something I need at all, but it's something that I yeah, I definitely am not ready to go completely gray. So, I do value that getting my hair done and <laughs> making sure it's my gray roots are covered right. over maybe clothing or um, my makeup. I I rarely go to the store without makeup, but I have done it a few times. <laughs> but I, I really do, you know, after pregnancy with Madden, I have melasma on my forehead, which I never had before. Um, and so that's something I like recently kind of became self-conscious about. Um, not as much because I'm like, well, I can cover it up, but again, I cover it up. So I do take value in, in makeup too. So. Right. Um, I feel like clothing wise, I love clothes, but I'm not going to pay an arm and a leg for things that I really want. Um, my husband would say I have a problem with clothes by looking at (laughs) the closet, but I completely disagree. Um, but you know, Products and services, you know, I tend to be, like, more attracted to the natural look anyway. So I feel like it's not a super important thing to me, but it is in a way. You know, when you break out, you want to cover things up and whatever. But, yeah, I guess it's not a super important thing to me, but I do. The services every once in a while, you know, you get a facial here and there. Like, I pamper myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think there's also a line where it's, like, you have to, like, Stemming, even stemming back to our podcast where we were talking about, like, obsessing over neglecting. Like, mm-hmm. are you obsessing over these things? Mm-hmm. Are you doing this multiple times a week or a month or whatever? And But not yet, like, neglecting it also, like, because you are, you need to take care of yourself. And some of that stuff just makes you feel better when you go out and do those things. Yeah. But, but also, like, 
like Mariah said, I hardly leave the house and I don't have makeup on either. So I guess it probably is a little bit important to me. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think... I don't know. I'd say a moderate. I don't know what this is. Yeah, a five. One to ten. Neutral white in the middle. No. I was raised pretty basic. Like, my mom, she dyes her hair because she doesn't like gray hair. But she doesn't wear makeup. She was, I was raised very basic. And so, and not in a bad way. I adore my mother. She's a wonderful person. I know that sounded bad, didn't it? No. (laughs) Sorry, mom. I love you. But, um, anyways, I didn't really wear makeup till like nursing school, which I graduated nursing school in my early 20s. So I think for me, it was like, I didn't want my patients to see this unprofessional, sloppy person. So for me, that really shifted when I started having a professional career. And I think it just continued from there. Um, When I'm home on the weekends, I'm really not wearing makeup. I don't put on makeup to go to Walmart. Like I, I want my daughters to see me both ways, that it's that I have a professional career and I try not to go too heavy on the makeup at work. Like it's really just, you know, your basic things. I really love mascara. I don't know if I could necessarily go out of the house with mascara, but um, I want them to see me both ways and be, see me being fine, being out outside in public. Yeah. Either way, way, but that I have, you know, a professional look that, um, that I do value. I I do want to be a professional and I want our patients and I want, society to see elevate as a professional place of work so um I guess part of me is representing where I work as well mm-hmm. so moderately I would say um I don't obsess over beauty of enhancing products by any means I don't think but I like to like feel good about like I like to feel confident so I feel like I base mine off of what I need to do to make myself feel confident. So I don't, like Ashley said, go out and buy the most expensive designer clothes. But I, like, hold a lot of value in, like, wearing clothes that I feel good in. And I can tell, like, the days that I feel good in an outfit, even if it's, like, I don't know, like, jogger pants or, like, my flare jeans (laughs) and my Wrangler flare jeans. You know, whatever I feel, like, good in and comfortable in and confident in, like, I want to wear that because it, like, makes my day feel different because then I just feel better about myself. Not because I'm, like, oh, all these people are going to look at me and think my jeans are so cute and think because everybody has a different style and things that they like. But it makes me feel good, and so I'm a better person that day. Or, like, sometimes we'll be going to do something, like, on a Saturday, like, work cattle, and I put on mascara, and my husband's like, what are you doing? We're going to work cattle. <laughs> like, I just want to feel good today. Like, I'm going to do better and be more helpful and be in a better mood and be more confident if I feel good today. Like, I woke up this morning not feeling that great about myself, so I'm going to do something that's going to make me feel a little better about myself. Yeah. And I don't see harm in that, so. I don't think... I'm moderate, by the way, but <laughs> um, I don't think that's kind of where I was going with it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with like, you know, feeling doing things to make yourself feel confident because then you're also like, if if you are feeling confident and you're happy and you're excited to be at work or doing whatever, then you're gonna show like the joy of God too, and you're gonna be more apt to like engage with people, and you know they'll see you know that joy and that confidence coming through you too not that you can't do that without makeup but as long as you're not obsessing over obsessing it. and placing your value in it yes. that like I am an ugly person and if I go out in public I am just terrible like it's well, just and we've all seen the shows like the plastic surgery shows and how people you can just see their mm-hmm. lack of self-confidence yeah. and 
with all the procedures that they do. Um, and so that then would be to the point of obsessing. Yeah. And so loving yourself for, you can enhance, you know, what God, your God given features mm -hmm. through makeup to make you feel confident, but then it's, you know, just being aware of there is that obsession and just making sure you're, you're still valuing yourself and how God created you. Right, because, like, in the Bible, like, beauty is valued. Like, the Bible describes, like, Rebecca and Sarah and, like, Rachel as beautiful, and I think that that's valued in the Bible, but obviously, like, inner beauty is more valued, as cliche as that sounds, mm -hmm. but um, it is valued to, like, take care of what God gave you. Like, I don't think, like, taking care of your hair and a good skincare routine and mm -hmm. all this stuff to make yourself more beautiful is... Um, against what the Bible says. Like, God wants us to take care of what he's given us and to yeah. be confident yeah. and to feel beautiful. But you just have to, again, know your why. Yeah. Like, why are you doing it? Are you doing mm -hmm. it to impress other people, to mm -hmm. gain attention? Are you yeah. doing it to enhance yourself and right. your confidence in how you portray yourself to people? Yeah. Because going back to that first Bible verse, like, what what is what are you allowing into your heart, like, with doing that? Like, are you allowing you know, I have to do this because it, I need to look better to make myself a better person? Or you, is it because you want your heart to be more confident and feel better? Mm -hmm. Then you'll have the outflowing um, of positivity, positivity with your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, emotions, and passions. Um, one of the last closing points I found um, that in one of the books that I was reading, it has stated, as Christians, we face the challenge of living in the world without being of the world. So just going along with we're constantly barraged by culture and like what the world tells us we need to be, um, which we are living in it, but we don't need that. Those things don't need to define it and we don't need to be of the world. So that was a good one. Hopefully somebody else listening got something out of it and had some encouragement from our words today. And we'll link Brittany's book that she had um quoted from and also my book that I'm reading as well on body um, breaking body shame in the show notes but otherwise we are planning to also talk with some high school girls later on about the whole social media um, comparison. comparison world today because we we're in the age group where we didn't grow up with that Brittany maybe a little bit but um, that's what's got me scared for my daughter too like growing up in that so uh, that'll be coming up later on one of our podcasts too. So thanks for joining us.